kind of. <laughs> well, we can start the, off every episode like that. With a burp and a grunt. But they have to guess uh, who it came from. Oh, I like that. <laughs> Our topic today is about me being very soft-spoken. I'm just so quiet. No one can hear me. I'm a mouse. Squeak. What? <laughs> No, seriously, I have been soft-spoken for most of my life, and I mean, I'm still kind of soft-spoken today, but I'm working on it, and I take vocal lessons partly for that reason. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. See, in our family, we're all pretty loud talkers, Mm. but it's the mumbling, like articulating is our issue. I see. So, I Mm. can see that, yeah. yeah. If people are asking me what, it's because I... Said it too quickly and stumbled over my words. <laughs> See, my parents are very loud spoken. Mm. So growing up, I was like, I don't want to be like that. So oh, there you go. that's kind of, I went the other way. Uh-huh. I didn't embrace the mm-hmm. loudness, but mm-hmm. I learned that you can't be soft spoken when you're trying to order at McDonald's. It just doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Nowadays, you have to wrap your fucking order. I know. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> no. I watch the videos, but I'm not going to do right. that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like there are many things that as like children and growing up, we made conscious decisions to change. Mm-hmm. One of them that like I, I'm still very aware of is like how I stand, oh. which is I, kind of weird, but it's all about my feet. So <laughs> your feet, I naturally stand like very like feet apart and like feet pointed out. Oh, and so that's not flattering. Wait, so is that <laughs> that's the opposite of pigeon toed, right? Right. That's- what is yeah. that called? I don't know. Okay. Looks like I'm riding a saddle. I don't know. <laughs> saddle toad. <laughs> saddle toad. Hold on. Uh, Let me see. I'm going to Google this. So I don't know if it's because of my stature or what. So anytime that I'm like standing and I look down and notice my feet, I'm like, oh God, that's the ugliest thing. And I correct my feet so that they're pointed forward. Oh. Uh, is there a term for yeah, it? Yeah. I, so I think it's duck feet maybe? Oh, Yeah. Yep, yep. yep. <laughs> See, growing up, I wanted to be like ballerina feet, and so oh. I would walk that way. And so now that I'm older and uh, 75 pounds fatter, <laughs> like that doesn't work as well. You're not graceful walking with ballet duck feet. So I got to tuck those babies back in. Ballet duck feet, oh my God. See, so I didn't have that problem, but what I did have is... Um, a posture issue. Oh, yeah. And whenever I um, grew up, I guess you could say, um, I like lunged up. Like, okay, this has so many naughty thoughts. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, um, I like got really tall really quickly. Uh-huh. So, sorry. <laughs> yeah. The way you said, uh huh. You um, erected. We no! Get it. Yes. no, 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 not yes. that word. Yeah, um, you stiffened right up. <laughs> Your body engorged Ew. towards the sky. Yeah, I guess. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. Um, but I got tall so fast that like the house mirrors were too short for me. <laughs> and uh, this Christmas I went back and I was looking at um, the mirror that I grew up with. Um, that, you know, I grew oh up with a mirror. God. It's so special to me. Um, and I snapped to everyone like, this is why I'm hunched over all the time. Because I literally had to almost do the splits to look into the mirror. Yeah, you did. It was such a low mirror. Now, does the rest of your family fit in the mirror? No. Oh. Only my mother does. Oh. Um, you know, I guess 
Yeah. Some of us are more vain than others. No, if she directed where the mirror was put, that makes yes. sense. Yeah. Well, she's barely five feet. Oh my gosh. I don't think I knew that. Yeah, and I'm like six one. Huh. So that's quite a contrast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She always says she gets her, we get our height from her. <laughs> I know. That's the token laugh that classic she usually gets from that joke. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> uh, that's such a mom joke. I know, it really is. But yes, so I don't have duck feet, mm-hmm. but um, I do hunch over and I try so hard to not do that, but uh, it slips. Right. It slips. Yeah. Yeah. In our family, we hunch because of our big boobs. <laughs> <laughs> Just gravity doing its part. <laughs> so mom's always like, put your shoulders back. And we're like, okay, but now I can't see my dinner plate. This <laughs> is just straight down. Oh you know, if you hunch over the table, you're less likely to get anything spilled on you. Like, the, <laughs> the obstacles of eating become... <laughs> Much larger. It's like a built-in buffer. <laughs> no, it's a built-in crumb catcher. <laughs> I mean, literally at sushi earlier, <laughs> you saw what happened. <laughs> oh my god, sushi it. earlier. Oh, I love sushi so much. Yeah. But sometimes the rolls are cut so big that I get anxiety trying to think of how to fit that in my mouth. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It started with me. Like, you were watching me and like, just put it, just do it. Just eat the whole thing. I was like, just no. Just do it. Just you do don't it. understand <laughs> the sheer amounts, amount of rice and other goop. Uh, everything in sushi is goop. <laughs> Between the avocado and the fish. True, and everything. It's, it's, it's a very yeah. goopy food. Mm-hmm, it all mm-hmm. has the same texture. Kind of like Thanksgiving dinner. At least American okay. Thanksgiving dinner. All everything right. has the same goopy texture. You know, I wonder what... You know, like a Thanksgiving dinner themed sushi would taste like. Oh, well, I had that Thanksgiving pizza. Oh, yeah. That was good. Yeah. Yeah. Put a green bean in there. Maybe some chicken instead of turkey. Teriyaki chicken. Oh. And what you else? You thought of it first. Just throwing it out there. Oh, yeah, trademark. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. I don't know. But, um, so about the big rolling getting it in your mouth. Oh, yeah. Just, you know, to get us back on track. That anxiety is so mm-hmm. hard to describe because usually it's so easy to get food in your mouth because that's like what you want. But it's so big and you know that if you don't do it in one bite, it's going to go everywhere. Yeah. It's, it's so difficult. I was proud because I perfected the two bite sushi. <laughs> two bite. You just have to get a death grip with the chopsticks on the other half and not let go. <laughs> See, I... I, in my head, I just think that the staff at the sushi restaurant kind of are always watching. And then when they see that happen, like, uh, we got a two-biter. Um, make sure and not get them a refill for the next five minutes. Thank mm-hmm. you. Bye. Yeah. I do it again. Yeah. yeah. You have to ask we got, we got a two-biter. Yeah. I'm a one-biter through and through. I might get anxiety. I might gag a little bit. But dang it, I'm going to get that roll in one bite. Yeah. I'm going to do always, it. Yeah. It's always the end pieces, too. That, like, they didn't quite measure out how big it should be, and so it winds up being a piece and a half. <laughs> and you're stuck staring at it. Literally, Pablo stared at I this was sweating. piece of sushi. Went in a couple of times and chickened out, had to put it back down, reevaluate. <laughs> well, know. and then 
It was an end piece, too. And yeah. you know those end pieces have, like, extra doodads in there. Yes. Like, mine had some sprouts sticking out. Yeah. And who knows what. Yeah. Sometimes the butt. they have the tails, yeah. Mm-hmm. Some extra crispies of whatever. Oh, my gosh. Because it's not sushi unless it's something's fried. See, that's the thing. I, I don't like the ones that are not fried, which is, like, the worst thing to say. <laughs> that's just Midwest sushi. If it's not fried, <laughs> don't trust it. <laughs> I mean, I did try the one with, like, raw tuna on it, though. Yes. Which was good. Yeah. It was good. I think it was seared tuna. Oh. Maybe that was on the inside. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, on the top, it looked raw. And it was chewy. That's what I know. Hmm. It was good. It was good. Maybe I'll turn over a new leaf. Mm-hmm. Start the new year with uh, more raw sushi. Mm-hmm. Mm, now I'm hungry. But again, in the Midwest, I mean, it's a gamble uh, anytime. <laughs> I know. Oh, we had sushi in Seattle. It was so good. So good. Oh, my gosh. It was life-changing. Oh. It's like experiencing something that you've heard about and seen your whole life. And you know what? This is something, This I guess this is still about sushi, but something really interesting that we found was that a lot of sushi restaurants, the most legit ones, close after 3 and then open again at like 6 yeah. or 5.30 or something. That's, okay, when you're on the other side of it, like, as a consumer, it's like, ah, I want sushi at this time. Right? But we then... had to waste so much time waiting for all the Chinatown <laughs> restaurants to open back up because our meal schedules were so messed up that whole time. And we were walking around rainy Seattle like, oh, right? let us in. <laughs> let us in. <laughs> we were the first ones in line at 5 o'clock. <laughs> but, like, now when I think about it, is that a sweet gig to get like a couple hours yeah. off and then go back into it? Right. Or would you rather like work through it and then finish earlier? Well, I, that's the thing. I don't think they would finish earlier. And they probably mm. don't get like too much business. Maybe it like allows them to reset like their sushi making area. Mm. Like get all new ingredients, cut up the fresh fish. I mean, that kind of makes sense. Well, you did mention that it could like. They could be having their own dinner at that time. Yeah. Which is nice. Yeah, a lot of family-owned, things like that. I, I don't see that here in Kansas City at all. No. See, I'm just thinking, like, we grew up hearing about, like, the Mexican siesta. <laughs> and that Asian culture has their own that we never knew about. <laughs> How is this? I don't know. I feel like every culture should have a siesta. Yeah. I had one growing up. Well, not really. But Sundays are like the siesta day because typically people are going to church or having a family meal of some sort and then you gorge yourself to the point where you're so sleepy. Yeah. Then you take a nap and then you wake up at 6 p.m. and you're cringing for the day ahead of you. That part I don't like. (laughs) I don't like that feeling. You know, I just, anything involving food, I'm willing to make that gamble just because i just want more food in my stomach mm-hmm. i'm a glutton yeah i think we I all think, are yeah that's the i don't know i just assume that's midwest maybe <laughs> it's the coasts. in my mind it's not those coastal folk they don't eat as much no they're so skinny and they're cute. more into the green yeah. eating the vegan and the smoothies <laughs> the wheatgrass and yeah yeah but here in the midwest we like our large chunks of steak mm-hmm. and um Sauces. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I like that we veered 
We've actually been talking about food this whole time. <laughs> That'll be our go-to topic. <laughs> but, I mean, it's so hard not to be passionate about food. Mm-hmm. We eat every day. It sustains us. I know. It's what gives you energy. It is who we are. I would prefer a delicious meal than a good movie. Yeah, but I don't like movies, so that's an unfair one for me. Oh, oh. You don't like movies? I have a hard time. Maybe it's my millennial mind. Oh, God. Here we go. I have a hard time paying attention for two hours on something that I just need someone to give me the spoilers for. I love spoilers. Just tell me about the movie. Tell me the big hits, the gasp moment, and I feel like I watched the movie with you. (sighs) That just kills the magic. No. You would want the spoiler. Yeah. I love getting spoilers. I love giving spoilers. Oh, that's Like the fun. thrill of watching someone's face when you like tell them like, <gasps> they did what? <gasps> what? <sighs> yeah. I'm confused. Why would you not want to experience it firsthand as mm. it unfolds? A, it takes too much time. B, I'm definitely afraid of going to movie theaters now. Definitely afraid. I get severe anxiety going into AMCs. Like, I tell Victor, we have to sit all the way in the back, and I have to, like, every person that walks in, like, I scope them out. Like, we have to get there early enough that, like, I can watch everyone walk in, and I can watch, like, how they're behaving and make sure, like, there's no machine guns under their coats. I am not about to get murdered in a movie theater watching fucking Cinderella the Musical. (laughs) That got darker than I thought it would. But, I mean, it's kind of... I mean, that's our reality. It's a valid now. point, unfortunately. I am so scared of going out in public. <laughs> I mean, statistically speaking, the statistically chances... okay in America though. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, we've got a higher chance here. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I just latched onto the movie theater thing. <laughs> well, um, Netflix. <laughs> yes. Yeah. See, I can do like the rom coms, the Disney movies, but anything like very like thematic and intense. I don't need that. Really? That's a big emotional toll for me. Aren't you the one that... I have multiple friends that are afraid of, like, spooky movies. Are you one of those? Yes, I do. Ah, yes, that is you. My creativity is so aloof that I can't just let the movie go when the movie's over. (laughs) It follows you? It follows me. Even if it's not scary, even if it's, like, really intense or, like, people get murdered, like, those feelings and, like, the images stay with me. Oh. I'm sensitive. We're approaching a topic that I enjoy so much. I love all things paranormal. It oh, is so much Here we go. <laughs> I just love feeling spooky and I love just thinking about the possibilities of some things that are just outrageous and kind of terrifying. No. You don't like that? No. But you love Bigfoot, don't you? Bigfoot. Like cryptids too. Okay, I can get into like the animals thing. Like... Um, I don't know. What's the the fish guy over in Ireland? Loch Ness. I can get into Nessie. Okay, because Nessie's over there. Okay. We're here. Bigfoot's up in uh, Washington. I don't know. So, those ones are Locational okay. Locational things. Those sure. are okay. Yeah. I like the ones that are a little more deep-rooted with no. some truth. Some, some things that could be happening even right now. No. Like uh, sleep paralysis? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh yeah i don't i don't like i, don't like I am obsessed yeah. with sleep paralysis i watched this documentary about it um i can't remember what it's called something about nightmares 
Um, and so for those that don't know, sleep paralysis is whenever you fall asleep, but your mind is not asleep. So your whole body is not moving, but your mind is still awake. So you can like, your eyes can still be looking around, but you're kind of in this like half dream state. But whenever you're in sleep paralysis, like you can't move and then you start seeing things moving around and things that you don't typically see, sometimes scary things. Um, And like one of the things is shadow people that tend to just kind of watch you um, or just go about their business walking around, but you can see them. Um, Another thing is you can see like colors and like vibrant patterns and things. Um, but the shadow people are what intrigue me the most because like, why would your brain make that image? You know? So that's, that would be one of my questions is, is this recently popular? Because I feel like the internet has messed up so many things. (laughs) Like, is that something that multiple people had separately before someone posted on the internet because now, like, people have the concept of it in their minds if they read about it on the internet. And then they know about it. And then, of course, their mind is going to matriculate it somehow. I don't okay. know if I use that word right. <laughs> but it's going to, like, basically, because it knows about it, it's going to imagine it. Okay. So that is a part of it, for sure. Um, because naturally, when something happens that you can't explain, you want to add an explanation to it. From what you know. Um, and the internet is great for that because everyone comes with their own experiences and wants to share them. And some fake ones. True. Half the things on the internet I, are fake. Yes. Yes, <laughs> there are. Um, but, so here's the thing. I've never had sleep prep. Well, I kind, might have. Yeah, I think I have had, had I it once. I think so, yeah. Um, I'll have to go into like my personal paranormal experiences a different time. But um, I will say I have experienced something like that. And it's frightening. Yeah. It is so scary not being able to move your body. It's a scary story. Um, But because of that experience, I'm so, like, fascinated to hear everyone else's experiences. Because some people have, like, the terrifying ones and some people love it. Um, And so sleep paralysis also kind of ties to... um, Lucid dreaming. Do you know what lucid dreaming is? Yes, we talked about it before. <laughs> yes, as you can tell, I'm, I'm obsessed with this. Mm-hmm. Um, where you can actually control your dreams and not be like a co-pilot. You can actually direct it. I want to do that so bad. And I can't. Like, I've tried so hard. There's so many tutorials on how to make your body fall asleep first, but still be awake. Mm-hmm. It's a work in progress for me. Yeah, I feel like that's something like... It's a skill that you either have to, like, naturally be able to do, and that's it. Like, I feel like you just have to be born with being able to control no, your body that way. I want to do it. I don't know if it's something you can learn. Uh, well, we'll see. I'll keep you posted, yeah. because this is something I'm continually working on. But yes, I love all things spooky. And we're sure to talk more about these spooky things. Right, Rose? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah Got real quiet so, during that. She's so excited. <laughs> she had this look of pure joy and ecstasy as I was uh, talking about this. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, like, lucid dreaming. I remember the kids, the cool kids, whatever. I don't know if I hang... I don't think I hung out with the cool kids at high school. <laughs> they were definitely cooler than me. They always talked about, like, lucid dreaming and, like, trying to do it and what's it like and all that stuff. So it's been around for a minute. Yeah, I'd say yeah 
I just think, how cool would it be to like direct your own movies in your dreams? That, okay, that'd be cool. That's kind of how I view it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in my dreams, I'm usually really upset with like the choices that my brain is making (laughs) like why is this happening like why are these other people doing this to me why am i reacting to this way like if you wake up do you remember your dreams oh yeah i mean so there's some times where i'll wake up with a like song in my head or i'll wake up like mad about something or sad about something You, you ever wake up like crying yes and they're always about my dogs dying. Oh, no! Yes. Literally, this happened a couple weeks ago. And I I can't remember now because I think I, like, after I woke up, I just told myself to, like, forget about it. <laughs> and I was just sobbing. And, like, of course, I was shaking the bed because I was sobbing. And Victor <laughs> wakes up and he's like, oh, my God, what's wrong? Like, A, he thought I was having, like, a cramp or something. Because that's also happened. Or <laughs> I get a Charlie horse in my calf. <laughs> And I woke up screaming one night and like crying. <laughs> and that one he felt bad because like he couldn't do anything oh. except watch me like writhe in pain. That's kind of awkward. Uh, yeah, we hadn't like we had just moved in together too. <laughs> so it was like Is this surprise, what I right? Yeah, once this, a week. <laughs> this is what you're gonna look forward to. It was like one a.m. or something. Like we had been fast asleep. <laughs> Ah, I can only imagine yeah. because those things happen so quickly. Oh my god! And then you're yeah. just like clutching it, like yeah, ah. right. And then he's like massage, and I'm like, I can't move. <laughs> like it just paralyzes you. <laughs> so there's another paralysis. You know, I get there's a cramp, and I don't know if this is a cramp or just a weird thing that I get, but my pinky toe gets cramps. <gasps> oh, weird. Yeah, it'll just like slightly move to the left or to the right or whatever, and then I'm like shooting through like so many like rays of pain to my. Ah. And I'm just like, oh my god, and then it'll like eventually pass, but that's like the weirdest place to get a cramp. Weird, I wonder, right? It must be because of the way you walk, like if you like put strain on that or something. (laughs) Well, I can say for sure that I'm not a uh, duck walker like you are, so no, um, it's duck standing, excuse me, standing well. (laughs) <laughs> Excuse me. I think it uh, might be because I'm sl- I'm so tall that like my pinky is long enough to get a or my pinky toe is long enough to get a cramp. Maybe that's it. <laughs> Not that my pinky toe is huge or anything. That's like a weird thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like my nose is big enough so I can smell better. <laughs> Imagine that. Your nose is huge. You can smell all the things. <laughs> Uh, I'm not going to let you have that one. (laughs) You you know what? Dogs. Did you know? I just learned about how dogs' noses work. Yeah, it's incredible. Like, you see those little side slits that Mm -hmm. they have in their nose? It's because, like, air is circularly moving through them. Mm -hmm. So they don't, like, breathe in and stop and breathe out. It's just, like, a continual, like, breathe in and then some other part of their nose breathes out. That's so fascinating. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, dang it, it looks like we're at time, so we'll have to pick up this topic next time and talk about pinky toes and duck standing and... Paranormal activity. Oh, my favorite. But thanks for listening. Yeah. Let us know what you liked or what you didn't like and how much you hate our voices. Oh, I'm sure it's the worst. Oh, yeah. I'd hate us. (laughs) We'll talk to you later. Or we won't. Hey. uh... (laughs) Hey.